Hello and welcome to Sim Radio here on the Sisters in Music Network. It's Monday Music Madness and you're tuned in to Mixing It with Nikki Crow. This is Nikki and in case you don't know anything about me, I'm a singer-songwriter from Raleigh, North Carolina. My show celebrates women in the music and entertainment industry, providing an avenue for them to showcase their talent. Our motto, Sisters in Music, Together We Are Stronger. My guests today are part of the Florida-based Christian band, The Mission. Although everyone in the band has been lifetime musicians in their own right, they felt that God called them together to form The Mission. They write music for people that feel devalued, lost, or like they don't know what they're living for. The Mission uses their own journeys and gifts to write music with the purpose of leading others to their mission. Please join me in welcoming the super awesome Sherry Frank and Tarina Kohler. Welcome, ladies. How are you? Hello. We're doing great. Doing great. Thank you so much for that wonderful intro. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. And thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I'm really excited to share you and your music with everyone. So let's get right All right. Could you tell us how the mission came together? Uh, Do you want the long version or the short version? (laughs) This could take a while. Feel free to (laughs) elaborate. How about the elevator pitch? Trina and I started working together about two years ago, and we randomly met, like, in church one day. We were just talking, and she's like, I'm a songwriter. I said, I'm a songwriter. And we realized that we had recorded in the same studio, worked with the same producer 20 years ago, like a long time ago, and we'd never met. And we're just like randomly in the same place at the same time. So she and I kind of hooked up and started writing music together just for the joy of writing music. But it's kind of grown into this this mission that we've created and from the beginning we were like okay god bring us whoever you're going to bring us if it's just us that's fine but each person has come in in their own individual way and it's been just like a god incident you know just like a god moment bringing that person to us and it's been a journey ever since but we're just taking it step by step i don't know if you have anything to add to that Trina. Well, when we got together, um, and the second question is about coincidences, God incidences, mm-hmm. which is really where, where I'm going to end up talking a little bit. But we literally recorded with the same guy that's on the other side of Florida. I moved over mm-hmm. here two and a half years ago from the central Florida area. We're over in the Sarasota side now. So she and I connected at church, as she said, and we live like four hours away from where we used to live, like and where we recorded. Like it's we're nowhere in the same vicinity at all. <laughs> and to have the same producer, he's not a big producer. I mean, he's a small producer, and to be in his recording studio about the same time, yeah, same is couple of years, amazing. <laughs> Absolutely, amazing. and he mixed our new stuff too. <laughs> yeah, he does all of our stuff here. Oh, that's awesome. So I actually have a friend that does pop Christian, you know, very spiritual music, and she likes to call them God winks. So, like, I love oh, yep. God yep. I've heard that, too. You know, I like that a yeah, lot. Yep. Me, too. Yes. Yes. So we're always talking about God winks. So I do want <laughs> to definitely talk about your God incidences because you have had some 
moments that have been part of the mission's journey. Would you like to tell us about some of those? Well, let me tell you, when I moved over here, I had been in a band called The Light Band in Central Florida, Christian Original Music, and I kept praying for a female singer to come into the band. And I had several, but none of them were who I knew was supposed to be singing with me. So I thought, well, we'll just move over to Sarasota side. I'll just kind of go semi-retire on this part and be in the praise band and do my thing. And so we go to this church that's four minutes from us, and I walk in, and Sherry is singing, and I went, she's been over here this whole time? (laughs) God, seriously? Anyways, we got together, and it was so cool because I had written a song called No Weapon Formed Against Me. She just wrote a song called Spiritual Warfare. And there's just been so many things like that. So we came together at my house. We sat at the piano, and we started bringing our ideas together, and we were going to, and still are, getting other people involved with their mission. We want to encourage people, you know, bring them in, let them sing, let them dance, whatever it is they do, we want to encourage and uplift them. And um, we didn't really think it was going to be a band. We really thought it was going to be just her and I and whoever we brought in, but the music is incredible. And God put us with the most amazing musicians, and it's been a blessing beyond measure, a blessing. <laughs> and they all came in one by one. And the thing that I love, the the song that you're going to feature later, The Cure, that was just the epitome of how this band works. Because, yeah, the mission started as, like, we were going to start a, you know, a YouTube channel. We really just wanted to focus on this is what our gifts and our talents are and how can we find other people and uplift them and just like get them to find what their gifts and talents are for others and for the kingdom so it kind of started that way we didn't think it was going to turn into a band and then God started bringing all these people in but when we were writing the cure the melody and the lyrics came to me and it was just like something that I felt like needed to escape me like I had to get it out I wrote it in in a couple of days and Jimmy our guitarist like I had brought it to him and Trina first and they were like, oh, I really like it. But, like, so he was writing guitar parts to it, and he kept sending it to me. And I'm like, no, that's not it. <laughs> like, I was like, I mean, and he's like, okay, let's try something different. Like, and I was getting really frustrated because I'm like, oh, man, like, I can hear what it's supposed to be like, but I can't, I can't put my finger on it. And so then we brought it to Mike, who's our pianist and our organist and our keyboardist. Like, he's just a world pro at keys. And he's like, let me sit with it for a second. And the second he started playing it, I'm like, that's it, right there. That piano part is right there. And everybody was able to build off of that. It was a beautiful song to begin with, but it turned into a powerful song, way better than me or Trina could have created on our own. So it's just everybody using their special talent to make something that's beyond imagination good, what we could do on our own. And that's like a fabulous fabulous intro because i am going to play the cure next and i love how you actually just went right into that explanation about the whole creative process behind it absolutely awesome but tell us what it's about (laughs) yes for sure godwink see how that works yes absolutely but you know tell us what it's about because Okay, you've given us a little bit of background on 
the creative process behind the song, what have in mind when you wrote it? I honestly, I, I was in a good place in my life. Like the song is kind of, it kind of has sad overtones, but I just started writing it as like an answer to a question about like, how can we love and believe in a God that allows such terrible things to happen in the world? And it wasn't like anything crazy was necessarily, you know, other than the usual was going on at the time. But I don't know, it just started to come to me. And I'm like, okay, I'll shelf this. I'll I'll save this for later. But then later that week, literally a few days later, my family, my husband's sister was involved in like a attempted murder, suicide. It was like a horrible, horrible thing that happened that was super traumatic. And I, I mean, like, I just didn't have a way to explain any of it. But the rest of this song just came pouring out in response to that um, because we were looking at the situation that's just awful for everyone involved. And there's no good to be found in any of it. And I'm just like, God, how do I tell people about you and how good you are when we see all of this stuff? We see wars. We see famine. We see destruction and disease. Like everywhere we go, how do we explain that you are the answer still in the in the midst of all of that? And so that's where this was born out of. This song, to me, is on the same wavelength. And I'm going to throw it way up there, as you say, by Lauren Daigle, and I can only imagine by Mercy Me, it is that powerful of a song, and it's anointed beyond measure. When we play it, we cry, and the people cry. (laughs) I mean, it's amazing how effective it is to a soul, because he loves us so much, and we don't even comprehend it. And he made the way to be able to feel that love through his son. So it's just an amazing, amazing anointed song. Well, I completely agree, and you compared it to one of my favorite, favorite Christian artists. I am a huge Lauren Daigle fan. Us too. (laughs) Yeah, I absolutely love her. Love her. She's so sweet. And she, yeah, yes, she's humble. Yes. She's no diva in her, and and that's so refreshing. No. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. So, anyway, but I totally concur, and we're going to play this for everyone now. So, this is called The Cure by The Mission. This world 
Like I mentioned, absolutely wonderful comparison with Lauren Daigle. I actually was thinking that when I listened to it for the first time. I was like, oh, oh this well, is thank like you. Lauren Daigle. But yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I do That's that a high compliment. I appreciate yeah. that, yeah. I mean, I'm dead. And the harmonies on this are absolutely spectacular. Your voices blend so well. And I totally weird. agree with you. Yes. I totally agree yes. with you. <laughs> no, they, they do. I mean, it's hard to do that. I know. Being a singer-songwriter, I know. Because I have sung on things where I have literally, I have literally gone to the artist, you know, where they, they've brought me in to, like, sing harmonies. And I've been like, look, my voice does not work on this. You know, I've, mm. I've literally said that. I'm like, my voice does not work on what you're trying to accomplish. Are you sure you really want me to sing on this? Because it, it, you need somebody with a different tone or you need someone, you know, that maybe suits this genre a little bit better, you know, and they're like, Oh no, no, no. But at the same point in time, I'm like, "Uh, okay, well, if I was the producer, I'd be sitting here going, no, this doesn't work. But no, you're absolutely right. Yeah. And, and sometimes you can be perfectly on pitch. Like you can be on the perfect harmony, but the tones are clashing and, um, I pre-produce all of our stuff too. So like, yeah, we definitely have seen that before when, 
when certain voices just like they're great by themselves but they don't mix well together when i heard her sing that i was like she's been over here because i had these other singers and that was the problem it wasn't the same blending and and that's what i was looking for yes and you guys definitely have it definitely have it thank you we love it you are quite thank you welcome. so much quite welcome absolutely so switching gears just a little bit, why don't you tell us what some of the challenges maybe that you faced when you decided to pursue your project? <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's a list like a mile long. Kind of like being run over by a mat. Oh, my gosh. I feel like ever <laughs> since we started this, it's been like we have a target on our back, like literally thing after thing. And I'm not talking like, financial hardships or I mean because of course like there's been there's been stuff like that or sickness or whatever like Jimmy joins the band and he cuts his Achilles tendon and is like literally in a boot for six months um and his hand yeah Zoe like Zoe our bassist he decides to join the band and like seven of his family members die I mean it's like huge stuff Huge stuff oh happening. God. Currently, as we are talking, I have no hearing in my right ear. Like, none. Oh, my. I, I have no idea. I have an appointment tomorrow. But, it's, I mean, it's just, like, attacks after attacks, it all is. these huge things that have been happening. And we actually have another song that has not been released yet. It's called Bring on the Storm. And we wrote that because of that, because I was just like, I'm so sick of these attacks, but you know what? It emboldens me to just be like, bring it on. What have you got next? Because I'm not stopping. I'm just going to keep on following the path that God has set for us, and God the wins. devil can kiss rocks. <laughs> God wins. We're not stopping, and we're going to keep on plugging. Yeah, I had my daughter. Her marriage went down the tubes by the fact that the guy tried to really almost kill her. And then her oh children's goodness. dad dies in an accident. Not that these things couldn't happen, but... They normally don't all happen within At six months. It's, of each I feel other. like we could write a telenovela based on we the could. last two years of the <laughs> mission. <laughs> but God has been faithful through it all. He has. And there's been so many wonderful well, moments, too. And it's brought a lot of great music. True. Well, you know, you kind of got to look at it from the perspective of you don't get anything that you can't handle. Right? That's there's right. a reason. I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason, regardless mm-hmm. of what anybody believes in. I always have said something, it happens for a reason. There's a reason why this has happened, right? Regardless right. of what anybody believes in and things like that. It's what you do it's usually with a situation, lesson. right? Yeah. yeah. There's, right. There's a lesson. There's, you know, what you may potentially get out of it. I love the fact that you've taken some of these challenges and, and, and written music, right? And mm-hmm. I often sit there and think, okay, well, maybe you were given the challenge to give you inspiration to write the music. You know, sure. Maybe it was done purposely because somebody knew that that had to come out, right? You know, so it's things mm-hmm. like that that while they're horrible and horrific, I always think that there's a reason behind something. There is. So. And and in our case, especially because we do minister, it's the people we're ministering to are going through these things. And for us to be able to have a, a gist of what it is helps to really be able to understand yes. where they are. 
Well, and I've, yeah, and I've had so yep. many people, like, because we talk when we perform live, you know, we talk about the building of the song and where it came from and what it means to us. Um, not every song, but most of them. And I've had so many people, both you and I, come up afterwards and been like, I'm going through this right now, and that just really right. spoke to me. Or they'll pull out a lyric of a song that won't even necessarily be about what we wrote it about, but it speaks to them in a different way, and that's the beauty of art and music is that everyone right. interprets it in their own way and God can use it to work in their lives as well as our own. Very true. So before we get to a partner in podcast break, how about you guys talk about the upcoming release of your EP? I believe it's coming out in March of 2024. You know, give us some tidbits, details, what you can share about that, and then maybe what is also coming up next from the band. Yeah, absolutely. So we've had um, trial after trial after snafu about getting this EP out as an independent. I am still shooting for March of 2024. I'm hoping that that goes through. Uh, But this will be, it will include the two songs that you're playing on your podcast today, along with four additional songs that have not been released like to the public other than if you've seen us live. So there's a few surprises on there, but we also have a full-length album lined up. We've probably got enough music recorded right now for easily two or three albums. So right now we're in the process of just... Uh, producing that and getting all of that professionally mixed and then like I was just gonna we're just gonna see what happens with it because it's been a step-by-step thing but this year we've already got several live concerts in southwest Florida booked and we're really just trying to expand in our circle and our regions to see if we can reach to other churches reach to outreach events or conferences and just see where we fit in next And we were actually on a secular radio station in Miami where we were number one for four weeks with Go Fish, which is the other song that you're going to play. That's awesome. I know. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, our music is not religious. Our music is relationship. I completely agree with that statement. That's a very, very great description because I love your music. Even when I first heard it, right? It's one of the reasons why Lauren Daigle happens to be one of my favorite Christian artists because it is it is very relatable and it is very uplifting and it's not very how do I say that's the right way? Like judgy. Yeah, just like (laughs) judgy in your face. You know what I holier than thou. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh listen. We've all experienced that, trust me. Yeah. Yeah, we we go for Jesus, not not religion. Yeah, yeah, and in yeah. fact, like I, I, I think that's great. In yeah. fact, both Trina and I are both like, don't put me up on a pedestal. Like, I don't mm-hmm. deserve it. Like, we don't want anybody looking at us for all the answers because we have none. Um, it's just I want to share and be transparent and open about the struggles that I've gone through in my life and how good God has been through all of them, despite what I've done wrong or despite what I've gotten wrong or said wrong or did so that other people can find that. Like, it's not about me. It's not about her. We're not on any pedestal. Like, we're just trying to make it like anybody else. And we have a big, great God that gives us a lot of grace. Best way to live ever. And I've lived both ways, so I can attest. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) 
right. Well, that's a great place for us to take a short break here from the word from one of our partners in podcasting. This is Chatting with Nat, and we'll be right back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris here on Zim Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. And we're back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris on the Sim Radio Network. And my super awesome guests, Sherry and Trina from The Mission. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we love talking All right, we to you. You're amazing. Oh, thank you so much. You're so sweet. I, that, that's really appreciated. Thank you. So we talked a little bit how the cure was created. Is this like common how you guys, the mission puts a, a song together in terms of like writing or do you go through like any other processes? Tell us how like writing a song in the mission looks like from start to finish. There's nothing common. Nothing. <laughs> Sherry on one of them. Sherry literally called Jimmy, the guitarist, and said, can you play and we have a song from it. <laughs> I just, like, heard a little rip. I Honestly, it's people ask us this all the time, and I feel, like, facetious almost saying this, but, like, every song has been built completely different. Yeah. Some of them, like, Jimmy will send us a riff and we'll write off of that. There was one that we wrote that Trina literally sat down at her piano and just, like, she played for, like, six minutes. There wasn't a core structure to it, but I loved it so much. And it's a song that doesn't, it doesn't go like verse, chorus, verse, chorus. It goes like verse, chorus, intro, and it jumps all around. And I'm like, don't change it. I love it that way. It works. Sometimes Mike will write the bass and then we'll write lyrics to it. Sometimes Trina and I work on lyrics together or she'll have the lyrics written and I'll go in and I'll be like, we need a hook. Like we need to refine stuff. So yeah, we did that for the Christmas song. Yeah. We've, <laughs> we've written so many songs and I don't think it's ever been the same twice. No, ever. Agreed. But that's kind of fun. And it makes, it makes it not boring. I'll tell you that. Yeah. No, we don't have any, every practice is a blast. Yeah. <laughs> we have so much fun. I actually like that because I'm a really bad, like, cookie-cutter writer, and I know that there are people that that's how they write, you know, very much cookie-cutter. I know Nashville scene writes that way, things like that. Yeah. I can't write that way, so I love the fact that you said, well, you know, there's no structure. We kind of, you know, sometimes it's this, sometimes it's that, because that's actually how I write. Sometimes Good. I, I bet you're, yeah, I yeah. bet you're great because yeah, of that. Yeah. Well, and, and I just think it makes life a lot more interesting I think it makes the songs a lot more interesting you know especially when you put them together on like an album and your listeners are listening to it or even from a concert right they never know what to expect it's not right. gonna no. oh, every song isn't gonna always be the same every song is going to be different and impact right. them in a different way and I think that that's very important so Love that. And, yes. and in our band, we're multi-generational, too, so yeah. we have all these different genres that come oh, cool. together to form a very unique sound. Yeah. And yes. that's what art yes. is. I mean, art is just, like, representative of the human body as a whole. Like, none of us are the same, so, like, there shouldn't be a structure 
for what is artistic and what works because that's the beauty of it. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. What would you say, tagging on the whole songwriting aspect, you know, key moments in your story or, you know, perhaps maybe testimony that help feed your lyrics? Found in a lot of your songs, you guys pull from your lives, you pull from day-to-day things. Can you share a little bit around that? Sharina, uh, you want to go first? Um, you know, I think that it's exactly as you said. It's from your life and what the things that have happened. And <clears throat> one of the songs that I wrote a long time ago that we have missionized is called All of Me. And that song was written, there was just so many things going on in my life. My husband, my late husband was passing away. My daughter was raped. My other daughter was bulimic. It was a very crazy time. And that song came to me, and it was the bonding that, gave me a peace that literally passed all understanding. And that is the the great part about writing for God. There's just something that is supernatural about it. Yeah. And um, it got me through that stormy, stormy time. And it's a song that you'll hear on the EP at some point. Or yeah, on the may or may album. not be on the EP. <laughs> yeah, <it'll be. laughs> but, you know, it's just so neat the way that, music comes to you. Like she had that download on The Cure. I had the download on all of me and many yeah. songs between the two of us. And so it's it's so great the way it just meshes together and and it encourages people that are going through the same thing. I wrote a song, No Weapon, yeah. that I wrote about my really rebellious 16-year-old <laughs> and I'm playing it for some women and one woman's lady telling me, oh, my husband's boss, he needs a song for that. I'm like, never thought of that. Yeah. Because but it's they true. Use it in a different We're way, all yeah. battling different things. And there's a lot of joy. Like, at our concerts, like, we have a lot of upbeat songs. We like to do upbeat songs. And we, we're very goofy, nerdy people. <laughs> like, I mean, we, there's just a lot of joy that is expressed. It's so true. But at the same time, we all have those, like, trials. Like, you know, I feel like sometimes people can look – at me especially, like, I'm, well, you too. Like, we're just bubbly people. We're yeah, we friendly. Are. We will talk to anybody. But at the same time, like, we've been through some really dark pits in our life, and we use that in the music. So sometimes people will draw on something in a song or in a lyric and be like, I feel this because I'm in that pit right now. So there's the highs and the lows within all of our music, even though we do write a lot of upbeat stuff. It's not super dark and twisted, but we've been there. We've been in the valley. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like, you've lost your husband. I've lost my sister. Yeah. I I have, like, I lost, I was blind for three months. It's a long story. But, like, there's all these really deep trials that we've walked through in our lives that have fed the joy in this music and the joy that comes from the Lord that's behind all of it. Yes. Wow. I'm in awe of you two ladies. I really am. I mean, <laughs> don't be. No, no, no. <laughs> Thank you, though. Seriously. Be, well, because, I mean, to hear you talk about all of the horrible things that you've gone through, I'm sorry that you've had to go through all of these things. doesn't even cut it. I don't think, you know, at this point. But it's wonderful in one regard that you've got such this uplifting aura about the two of you. And I can get that sense through 
the music, just listening to what is currently released, I can only imagine what the, the new music is going to sound like and, and the ones that I haven't heard because it's probably just going to embody the wonderful spirit that I'm actually getting, even just doing this interview from the two of you. So commendable. Very, very Thank you. Yeah, and that's, that's the whole precious. point. Yeah, that's the whole point of why we're doing this. It makes you stronger. When you go through those things, it makes you stronger in, in having faith. Absolutely. Yes, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Another <laughs> Kelly Clarkson true. favorite of mine. Absolutely, absolutely. Me too. Um, okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, before we talk about the second song that you brought with you to share with everybody, one of the th- questions that I ask all of my songwriters is, do you have a songwriting tip or trick that you would like to share with our listeners? Who wants to tackle that one? Sherry, it's a hook. I can tell you, it's a hook. I do have a heart for hooks, like, because I am a, you mentioned all the pop queens that I love, Kelly Clarkson, Christina Aguilera, like, I am a 90s, 2000s baby, like, I'm just, I love the pop music, that's my genre, so I am all about a hook, and there's so many wonderfully lyrically rich songs that Trina will bring me, and I'm like, girl, we gotta have a hook. And I was like, have that? And she's like, what is that? I'm like, it's like a fish hook, like something that just hooks in people's brains and they can't get it out of their head. So I won't say that that's like a winning, you know, that's that's the the chemistry that works, but it is effective. And I do like to, I'm like, okay, what's the hook in the song? Like, what's going to get stuck in people's head? That's what I try and hear when I'm writing a song. I'm like, what would get stuck in my head that would just make people want to listen to it over and over again. And I think that that can be, it could be a guitar riff, it can be a piano riff, it can be a lyric, but just something that's going to resonate with people and make them want to come back and listen over and over and over again. Yeah, I agree with you. But it's not an exact science. (laughs) No, I wrote a Christmas song, and she puts the hook in there, and I sing the hook the whole time. (laughs) Forget the Christmas song, I'm singing the hook all the time. Yeah, we had a song we wrote recently that I'm like, I love... I love the message of this, but, like, I keep hearing, like, I'm like, I'm hearing something that, like, needs to be repeated over and over, and now, like, that's all she sings in the song. Like, she just, like, walks around singing it. I'm like, see, I told you. I got you. Yeah, she definitely taught me hooks. That one is the one that I went, uh, now I understand. (laughs) And it's a knack because it's hard, too, right, coming up with that phrase that's going to stick with everybody when they actually listen to it it's it's not easy sure. sometimes definitely not easy so great and for the great record some perfect. of my favorite songs don't have hooks so like it doesn't mean you have to have one to have a great song because there are many that don't but it does help though i think yeah. it does help it does but help. sherry yes. really yes. I, I have to give her complete kudos she is an, an amazing lyricist i mean amazing oh, thank you i never wrote a song till i was 36 and god just literally downloaded them so that's why i never heard of a hook in the first place <laughs> but she definitely has the ability to take music and run with it uh, in terms of getting the right words and just uh, it's amazing and that's one of the reasons that the mission has so many influences because she'll hear a guitar riff, just a riff that Jimmy will have done, and she'll come up with an entire song. 
Um, <laughs> Mike has now started to send us music yeah. because he's like, hey. <laughs> By the way, if you want to know who Mike is, he's Detroit Mike. If you ever look him up online, he is very famous in the area and Chicago, Blue's California. He is York. amazing. He's a He is off the chart, and so is Zoe, our bass player. He's with an amazing group, and Jimmy is amazing, and Fernando he can play any kind of drums there are. I mean, it's it's just such a solid group of musicians. Yeah, we're very lucky. Very oh, awesome. fortunate. That's a God thing. Wonderful. There's a God wink. <laughs> that is a God wink, definitely. Well, I love the tip, and Sherry, I'm like you. So I can actually start writing lyrics from just like a lick. That ha- happens to be one of the favorite yeah, ways good. that I awesome. like to, to write music. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorites favorite ways because you'll just like hear something and be like yes and just like start yep it fits it fits it's awesome it's amazing it's fun 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 let's pivot and let's talk about go fish about what this is what inspired it tell us a little bit about it well this is another funny writing story because Jimmy wrote this guitar, the guitar part to this, like, decades ago. I mean, it was a long time ago. And he's <laughs> he's a little bit older than me. He's not as old as Trina, but he's a little bit older than me. And he also is not very tech-savvy. Love you, Jimmy, but sorry, you're not. <laughs> um, so he literally brings me a mixtape, like a CD. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what am I going to, like, can you email it to me? What what am I going to do with this? Like, I don't even have a way to play a CD anymore. I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of people are like that. My new car does not have a CD player. I didn't either. But my, I have, like, an older <laughs> nope. van that I carpool in. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll just listen to it in the van. So I, like, started listening to it while I'm driving around town, um, and he had put a bunch of his old guitar stuff on it. So I found this – I wrote to a lot of them, but I found this one. I'm like, I really – I heard the hook, and I am I started writing it and everything. And I'm like, okay, I, I'm i getting a feel for the song. I like Go Fish. I like the play on words of, like, the card game versus being fishers of men and, like, actual fishing. But the problem was, like, I am not a fisherman. I don't fish. <laughs> like, I don't want to touch the fish. I don't want to put a hook in a fish. Like, I love to fish. <laughs> I don't I – mean, not me. I do. My husband knew that when he married me, but my husband, that's his passion. So I was like, babe, I literally need your help. Like, does this sound good? Do I sound like a poser? <laughs> and he would help me, like, refine some of the lyrics because I'm like, I'm not out there on the high seas doing all this stuff like you do. Like, take me on the boat, sure, but, like, this is not my – this is not no. my strong suit. So my husband actually helped a little bit in, like, making sure that I didn't sound stupid. <laughs> we love that song. Oh it's God, a great song. <laughs> oh, it is. I loved it. I thought it was spectacular, so I'm so glad that you shared it with us. And Thank we're going to share it with all of you now. Yay. So this is called Ghost Fish by The Mission.
particular one is it has, and this may be, uh, you know, some of the outside influences by some of the other musicians in the group, 
I'm getting like a really, really great like blues vibe to it. It's got like that bluesy mm-hmm. feel to to the song. Like the music definitely has that in it. Were you guys mm-hmm. going for that or did it just kind of like happen by accident? It, that's definitely Mike. <laughs> he is a blues man. <laughs> and Zoe. And Zoe, yeah. 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 It's when we start building a Love song, it. like we'll usually start with piano and guitar, and then we bring it to the other members, and then they add their parts, and like it always morphs into this even better it <laughs> does thing. But Mike was last to come in on that, and he just ripped it up. Like he just made it made it sound the way I felt like it was always supposed to sound, and it does have that like blues. I mean, it's a fishing song. Like it's got to be a little bluesy, right? Yeah, <laughs> you can definitely really hear his now that you told me like he's from that Detroit area mm-hmm. which happens to be in that that blues gospel ballpark right with that that tends to be in oh that yeah Detroit That's Chicago Illinois area blues. yeah 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 I can definitely hear that so it definitely makes sense because I was like where are they getting this blues in <laughs> so fantastic <laughs> love it love it another wonderful song yeah, the Thank variations you. are so cool because of that, because we're all so different, and the genres that we grew up with were so different, and it it's making this really wonderful sound, new sound. Yeah, it's it's different than anything I've ever heard. Um, and we've had success with this song on secular radio, which has just been mind-blowing and awesome. I was just grateful that they were going to play it. I, like, he asked for the music, the guy at the radio station, Matt Mangus, which was super grateful for him um, even offering. But I'm like, it's Christian music. Are you sure you're cool with this? He's like, yeah, I love it. Let's play it. It's good. Um, and then we hit number one, like, four times, four, four weeks. weeks in a row. Yeah. And so, we're number two the fifth week. Yeah. So I mean, it's, bad. it's been a wild <laughs> ride. I I never thought that that would oh, be the start awesome. in radio. Yeah. Congrats, yeah, it, congrats, because I thank know that's you. really, really hard to do, so that's an awesome, awesome accomplishment. Thank you, and it, I mean, it is hard to do, but it definitely wasn't orchestrated by us, like no. it was a total God incidence, another Not thing God is wink. just, yeah, he totally orchestrated <laughs> all of yeah. that, it's true. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, Love and our it. very first concert right. was during a hurricane, so <laughs> that was another one. We didn't think we were going to be able to get to do it because there was a hurricane, but I kept feeling we should do it. Sherry kept feeling it, so we, we plugged ahead and had about 220 people there that night and a wonderful time. But, yeah, yep. it's amazing what God has done in the less than a year of us having an entire band together. True. Well, I think there's many, many more Godwinks to come. I can Me certainly too. feel that, certainly feel that that there's more to come. So with that, before we sign off, before we run out of time, anything else you would like to share with our listeners? What about where they can find you on social media, maybe where they can see you play live? What do you want to share with everyone? Absolutely. Anybody can check us out. Um, The best place would be our website, which is themission123.com. We also are really active on our YouTube channel, youtube.com, at themission123. And we post a lot also on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash themissionfacebook. 
so we are there a lot. We do have we have Twitter and Instagram and all of that. You can follow us anywhere. But if you go to our website, you can contact us. If you have a place even like that's out of state that may be interested in having us come and perform or be a part of an organization or a conference or anything, we are open to it. You can contact us via the website. And we would we would love to see and just meet people that vibe with this music and that feel drawn to it and enjoy it. So that's just that's the whole mission. Yep. I'd like to thank my wonderful guests, Sherry Frank and Tarina Kohler from the mission for taking the time to chat with me today. It has been an absolute wonderful pleasure having you on the show. Thank you all of you for tuning in to Mixing It. On behalf of everyone at Sim Radio, this is Nikki Chris. Until next time, keep on mixing.